Farewell. Release the Kraken. Okay, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, everybody. Today is Thursday, October 21st, 2021, and we are here again with the partner of the show and a good friend of the show, Camden. Uh, thank you so much, brother, for coming on, and uh, let's jump right into it. There's quite a bit to cover today, especially since we didn't do a Kraken yesterday. We figured with the uh, with the unraveling stories in real time, we would sort of round it up and and do a nice, fresh Kraken today. So if you want to take it away, brother. Yeah, um, right off the bat, uh, interesting move by Trump. I guess we all knew it was coming right uh he has said in a press release he's going to launch his own social media platform call it truth social an interesting you know name uh it's not fake news i guess is what he's saying uh truth this is social be he, he yeah, he's this... making his own media company through this he's, he's right. getting into the media game the big tech game himself to say that he's a. Uh, opposing big tech while also joining is is an interesting move um, I immediately, you know, think where are his servers is, what is he running off of? How smooth of a launch right. is this going to be? We'll remember Gitter, Getter, whatever. That was horrible. So I don't know. Yeah, no, exactly. The only other thing I can add to this is that again, if he, if, if um, Amazon doesn't allow him to use their servers, which I would hope he wouldn't bank on him and his team wouldn't bank on if Apple and Google remove his app from the, their respective app stores. Again, you can always download the app from whatever website or link he gives. The question becomes as well too, how much will he, uh, how much, I guess you could say enforcement will he put behind this compared to something like Getter, right? For example, you right. kind of seem to teeter away as it's, as the launch proved to be a little bit inconsistent and and very honestly very terrible and not fluid let's hope they learn from that now again then there's the whole aspect of it will this app create echo chambers and things like that well the, the rebuttal to that would be uh just very quickly my last point would be again it is freedom of speech whether it creates echo chambers that are good or bad who is who are who, who are the big tech of the of government speech, to say you yeah. the, the only thing to watch for on both ends echo chambers you get infighting but also we shouldn't be opposing groups anyways. So echo chambers do give you confirmation bias. You think right. that everyone agrees with you uh, and, and that is not always the case. Right. Um, yeah. uh, up next, uh, Texas nurse guilty of killing patients by injecting them with air. I mean, this is an interesting case. We looked at this before we started recording. As we see here, according to BBC, a Texas nurse has been found guilty of the murder of four patients who died after he injected them with air following heart surgeries. Now, if we scroll down a little bit more, this was uh, William Davis, 37 years old, but the court heard that the four men killed by Mr. Davis had initially been recovering well from their operations and that doctors had been at a loss as to how their conditions had deteriorated so rapidly. There's alleged footage of Mr. Davis injecting them with, with air. Um, I don't know to what's a specificity this uh, surveillance camera was able to pick up what right. was inside the vial so again if we see here davis's lawyer mr hayes claimed during the trial that there was no evidence that the men had died from foul play and suggested that his client was being made a scapegoat for a hospital with serious procedural issues end quote here's the thing again innocent till proven guilty with that being said though if we take a look at this neutral guilty though is that what we're saying that's, here right that's what i'm saying this is again this is the thing we 
you have to put this neutrally and see, okay, did his injections of assuming there was air that injected into these patients, if that killed them, obviously that's blatant murder, right? But again, we have to also look at every angle of this. But if the evidence is overwhelming, I, I don't know what could be said at this point, right? The only right? contrarian point I can take, I guess, um, we will, um, lots of people in this community will take, uh, for example, times that they will put, that people will, you know, plant uh, uh, illegal things on like someone's computer or something to scapegoat them. Uh, you have right. to ask is who uh, he killed them. Sure. Who did he kill? Did other people gain from those people death? Right. You know what I mean? That's the only yep. contrarian point I can take there. Right. Um, exactly. The next thing is that according to Telegram, a disclosed TV, excuse me, of Florida's governor, Ron DeSantis has called a special session to ban private sector employee vaccine mandates. I mean, you take a look, for example, at Texas, what the governor of Texas did. You take a look at, uh, as reported by the Washington Post recently in, uh, and many other outlets too in, in California, uh, the, particularly in the In-N-Out burgers in San Francisco. And we also see, for example, an anchor on ESPN or a co-anchor, um, a female anchor. I forgot her name off the top Katie of my head. Deshaun, I, yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, Katie something. Yep. She, she left saying, she quit her job saying over the mandate saying, I cannot put principal before a paycheck. Now, granted, keep in mind that, you know, that when the the CEO of In-N-Out Burger says, okay, we're not going to be the vaccine police for our customers. Keep in mind, the CEO of In-N-Out Burger is pretty well off financially. And this anchor, right. at ES, former anchor at ESPN was making, I think, anywhere from one to $2 million a year. So they can afford to sit back and let things play out. Whereas, you know, us, the working individuals, it's a little bit different in that regard. With that being right. said, though, Again, we can argue very strongly that, okay, look, this is not a big deal. An ESPN anchor, a, a restaurant, you know, chain, okay, big whoop. But, but you take a look at what's happening with Los Alamos National Labs. Right. About 114, if I'm not mistaken, uh, 80 of them wish to remain anonymous out of fear of, of, of reprimandment. But a handful of them have gone on record. We're talking nuclear physicists, nuclear engineers, scientists, workers with some of the highest levels of security clearances relative to what the masses on the surface know to be some of the highest clearances. And, you know, Know, uh, sensitive compartmentalized clearances in the country. These are off the record sources have claimed, and this is in the Washington Post, ironically enough. Exactly. They've claimed that these are some of the most valuable people they've had, and it's going to be very difficult to replace Been them, especially 20, in the short term. years, kinds of things. Yep. I mean, they, how do you replace these people? And, and why are they so willing to forego their, at this point, actual, actual careers? Speaking of which, kind of thing, you know? I just wanted to mention very quickly, this just came out minutes ago, the NIH had to, to uh, publish a full on letter saying that they had to make a, um, uh, they had to apologize for a mistake they made about lying about the eco health funding. So the question now becomes, NIH themselves have admitted that EcoHealth, they sent the grant via EcoHealth to, uh, to, to, to the land in Wuhan, uh, Wuhan, excuse me, Institute of Virology. The question becomes, can you prove that Fauci was lying in Congress at the time, or can you prove he didn't know? We all really knew that he know. He knew. Don't get me wrong. But if we're going to play it you know, down the middle, let's be consistent. That's the next thing that comes up because, again, yeah, immediately, the, yes, right. Yeah, and, sorry, and I didn't mean to merge that story that, into no. one, but I mean, immediately after that, what do you? What do you do about lying to Congress? Do you hold him right. in contempt? Well, uh, they have held uh, Steve Bannon yeah. in contempt, uh, lying in, on January 6th. Uh, U.S. Capitol voted unanimously Tuesday night to hold former President Trump aide Steve Bannon in criminal contempt for defying a subpoena to appear and produce records. Uh, they literally put this uh, paragraph twice. CBS is uh, really slacking here. 
Um, we believe Mr. Bannon has inf information relevant to our probe and we'll use our tools at our disposal to get that information. Is this, I immediately ask you, Dave, in, in relation to his Epstein documentary coming out? You know? It's possible. I mean, it's possible. Again, you take a look at, for example, but I see this as one chess game between Bannon and, and this committee in Congress. And I say that because you take a look, for example, how at the recent you know, trailer for a documentary called The Monsters that Bannon was a co-producer on. At the time that Bannon did this, apparently it was to help Epstein rehabilitate his image. But now that Epstein is dead, Bannon is saying that, again, this is now a documentary to show how the depraved lived off of Epstein's wealth and dined off of his you know, depravity and his very mysterious sources of income. Now, as it pertains to Mr. Bannon and this committee here, I still see this as a chess game uh, because if we see that, you know, his his lawyer claims, Mr. Bannon's lawyer claimed that Bannon was following the legal advice of the former president's legal team. I wonder, look, Bannon, he, he's floated in a lot of very interesting circles, intelligence circles, you know, uh, CCP guys, billionaires who are uh, against the CCP that have fled China because of that. He's in some very interesting circles. He has information. I'm not saying he's a good guy nor a bad guy. That's not for me to say, but I see a chess game, a strategic chess game, and I see it's all about perception. It's all about how it's viewed. So at this point, I mean, I'm just curious. We will follow up on this. I'm just curious to see Absolutely. what the play is going to yeah. be down the road. I mean, I mean the the... Liz Cheney on this committee, the, the I mean, that is that is one of the worst people in Congress just up there with the rest of them. It's strange um, that it only benefits them to go after Bannon this way. It only benefits right. them. It only gives them the headlines they want. Right, um, exactly. Next, uh, more headlines they want. I'm sure they've got money in it. Uh, the Dow jumps to a, a new all-time high. The S&P 500 notches a six-day win streak. It has, uh, historically speaking, a first year in a president's uh, new term, it has gone up spring, dipped summer, skyrocketed fall, and dipped again at the end of the year. Um, personally, I believe, not financial advice, right? Right. We don't claim to be. Um, Just to be clear, yeah. I, I think the New York Stock Exchange is done. We know of Evergrande. Evergrande. We know of uh, the possibility of a default from uh, the Treasury December 3rd, I think that they are running up their money to cash the fuck out. I, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, this reminds me very similarly of the triple A or the double and triple A tranches from back in 2008. Again, um, I'm not an expert. Again, not financial advice. It's not for me to say if I, uh, you know, if I think, you know, in a very solidified manner, what the direction of the market's going to go in. But when you have, you know, Bitcoin being based off of nothing. Okay. But again, the, the concept is that it's decentralized allegedly for now, right. but that's up for debate. But then we have the Fed coin now and come out immediately with and right. the U.S. government. It, ha it does hold a lot of Bitcoin. Do they go right. back their Fed coin off of yeah. another made up currency of Bitcoin, it, that is not a gold standard. That is not that. I mean, that's markets. They regulate doubly. And it's just exactly. a little concerning. Yep. No, absolutely. Without a doubt. Absolutely. Absolutely. The next thing is that according to the BBC, U.S. surgeons have tested a pig kidney transplant in a human. Uh, if we scroll down a little bit more, we'll see here that U.S. surgeons say they've successfully given a pig's kidney to a person in a transplant breakthrough they hope could ultimately solve donor organ shortages. The recipient was brain dead, meaning they were already on artificial life support with no prospect of recovering. Uh, the kidney came from a pig that had been genetically modified to stop the organ being recognized by the 
the body is foreign and being rejected. The work is not yet peer reviewed or published, but there are plans for this. Experts say it is the most advanced experiment in the field so far, end quote. There's going to be a lot of this that we'll be delving into um, in the members episode pertaining to this article and where it leads. The members will probably already have an idea of where we may or may not go with this. But ultimately, again, there's some connections on the back end I've already found. But at the same time, I look, I'm going to be honest with you, folks. I again, I don't necessarily see what would be wrong with this per se, unless there's something I'm totally missing. Now, again, we talk about, you know, the organs of animals and humans, but as presuming there's no malicious intent and there's actual, you know, ethics and morals behind the, 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 the studying and the testing behind this. Personally, in my opinion, I know a lot of you like to hear, I don't have a problem with this. Again, if there's something that comes up that we didn't know at the time, my opinion may change, but I don't know. Camden, what do you think? The, well, my only, again, my only contrarian perspective is what, what does this do in long run? We, I mean, you know, we, we sat there for 50 years saying cigarettes were great. We really don't know yep. anything about these babes. I, admittedly to all of you, I have one right here. We don't have the science yet. Where does this pig, uh, it is pig DNA. It is not a human DNA. Where does this classify? I mean, I refer back to the 2013 Supreme Court case where they said, no, you can't patent human DNA, but I guess if you were to change human DNA, well, then you could own that. So right. uh, where does this go? What does this lead to? It, well, exactly. That's exactly what it is. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, the next thing is that according to NPR, researchers pinpoint when the Vikings came to Canada and it was exactly 1000 years ago. So if we scroll down a bit more, we'll see here. Um, a new article in the journal Nature, and I quote, is the first to pinpoint a precise date, 1021, exactly a thousand years ago, beating the arrival of Christopher Columbus by nearly 500 years. The research comes from the only confirmed Norse archaeological site in the Americas outside of Greenland, a settlement on the northernmost tip of Newfoundland called Lance O Meadows. End quote. Again, I mean, look, we're finding more and more that what's been studied within elementary schools across North America and Europe is not what we thought it was. Whitewashed is... lies of history. That is, yeah, that is the exactly. only. I mean, why do we? I, it has been known. Yes, Vikings probably showed up first. Uh, Leif Erikson, um, uh, his son. Uh, but like, why do we celebrate these specific people? I would point right. to last week in a Kraken, we literally had of discoveries of, of notebooks where from Italy, Columbus's home, where they mentioned America. So what, who, I mean, you know, we have people propped up nowadays in big tech and things specifically. It's kind of points to it's been going on all along, you know? Right. Yeah, no, exactly. I don't know at this point, a lot of you know where I stand with that. So again, that we'll talk about that more in, in public and members episodes. The next thing is that according to Yahoo News, Bolsonaro faces crimes against humanity um, and is being ch charged uh, over COVID-19 mishandlings. If we scroll down a little bit more, we'll see over here that a Brazilian congressional panel has recommended, excuse me, uh, he hasn't been charged yet or so far, but that President Jair Bolsonaro be charged with crimes over against humanity over his bungling, alleged bungling of the country's response to the COVID pandemic. It's about a 1200 page report formally presented as of yesterday as of, the, as of the time we're recording this, um, again, the end quote, they say that his failed policies killed about 600,000 Brazilians. The, the thing is that my only rebuttal to this, to play both sides, is that we don't know the definite science behind the, the, the vaccine, the spread of that, the different variants. Right. So I don't, I I'm mean, not trying to defend him, but. I, no, absolutely not. Uh, death is death. Tragedies are tragedies. It's more of a, the loss of life doesn't matter to these people that are throwing things around. 
the part that you point to um people like japan uh that just had the yeah. olympics people like um uh in in denmark or or germany did was there a quantifiable uh not numbers raw numbers that's population brazil was much bigger than either of those countries or their proportional percentages of loss of life would his policies have if different made any difference and i, I right. don't know if that's what they're going to look into or not i mean to I, be indicted exactly. on homicide and genocide yikes no ex exactly that's the other thing too so again to, to make those claims you better have the science to back it up and again i'm not trying to defend bolsonaro but if we're going to play devil's advocate before we move on very quickly are they following the same guidance you know given out by the who the nih the cdc and all that stuff the same ones that you know the same nih that had to print a retraction today or, or an apology or a correction Literally as they say saying they lied yeah, saying they lied about the eco health funding. So again, I'm I'm not trying to you know go defend Bolsonaro, but let's weigh the options here, right? With that being said, granted, I have not read the 1,200 page report, so you know there could be two sides to this. It could swing both ways, but right. I mean, I mean, you've got uh, he tried to push the drug on state health services. There, this is hydrochloroquine. Cloak, uh, blah. Again, hydroxychloroquine. Yeah, I yeah. horrible at that word. This is this is ivermectin. This is this what. Right. Is the is there a measurable difference if this is a pandemic, as we've been blistered at, then what would anything have happened differently? Why? why I mean, that's really what it gets down to. Exactly. Um, Ethiopia launches new air raids in, in on the embattled Tigray region. Air raids hit Tigray for the second time this week amid a sharp escalation in a nearly year-long conflict. This is a straight-up civil war that is going on that, that hasn't been forgotten or ignored, but has just been kind of put over to the side over there that a lot of people, I mean, we think, you know, oh no, the financial market, oh no, uh, uh, protests in France, oh no, but these, this is war already going yeah. on. This is not I... China about to go to war with us, about to go to war with Taiwan. This yeah. is already happening. This is, in my opinion, uh, I mean, I think taking a step back at all the small, uh, I mean, not small, but sorry, big picture, looking at the, the, the incidences occurring here in this civil war, I honestly think that this is going to be something that um, larger countries are going to use via their intelligence agencies as sort of a proxy nation to, to, to run leverage against other nations, blackmail, you name it. I, I, could, see, I could definitely see that happening, especially in a war-torn nation, um, especially one that's, that's occurring at this very moment. I think this is ripe for those types of covert intelligence ops, whether good or bad is not for us to say all, all perspective. Right. So that's, that's right. the only thing I, I mean, can say I about mean, this. Are these, are these, you know, uh, the air force against the Tigra are, is, are they already proxy warring? Are they already right. being put who, who's supplying yep. the planes? I doubt, sorry, I'm not being presumptuous, but I doubt they had uh, manufacturing facilities for whatever they used to bomb where they did exactly it, it, like you have to you have to take a step back and look at the people that are actually providing and causing the destruction not just the ones acting in it exactly the next thing is that according to al jazeera kenya has lifted its long-standing covid curfew as infections ease president uhuru kenyatta announces immediate lifting of a nationwide dusk to dawn curfew in force since march 2020 Look, I, 
I got no, I got no problem with that. It's, it's nice to see he's leading his country. And again, I'll be honest with you. We got to be consistent. If this was the other way around and if the numbers showed that things were going up, I know that there would be far more questioning on that end of things. But in this particular way, the way that it's swinging, again, it seems to be something that very few developed nations are doing at this moment. So to see that, you know, Kenya has done this, I have no problem with it. Again, if the people agree, then so be it. I mean, this, this is a company, the company, a country that is not, um, 4.6% there, uh, you see. I don't need to tell you what only 4.6% has gotten. Uh, their infection rates have fallen 5% of tests each day proving positive. They are doing the same kind of things that I point to uh, Denmark, Sweden. People that are not, you know, your, your, your rates of uh, jabs are different there, but there, there's a marketable, quantifiable uh, eradication, beating of uh, immuni- natural immunization of these things right. going on. And so yeah. I just, I mean, like, I don't, I don't even like reporting on it anymore. Dave knows, but like, it's just, yeah. <sighs> Yeah, what we just to finish it off, he says here, it is now time to shift our focus. And I quote from survival to go to coexisting with the disease. You know what, if that's how it's got to be viewed, in my opinion, please don't let me influence you. But so be it, you know, I mean, yeah, don't we coexist already with the flu? Don't we coexist already with uh, 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 chicken pox? I mean, you know, exactly. Um, Next, six Pakistani security personnel killed in separate attacks. Three separate attacks, including two raids on security posts, take place in the country's western provinces. This is, well, western provinces lined right right up with Afghanistan. That is, that is where their border and butt up is. And, and that, yep. are we, um, we're not pointing at that the telegram of the Taliban or their Twitter has not taken credit for this. Why, why they get to take credit on those platforms, I don't know. Um, but I, I just wanted to say very quickly, whether this is the Taliban, whether this is some intelligence agency that is, you know, contracting out um, via a, some a proxy, uh, this type of action, whether this is India, because we know that they've had some issues with Pakistan uh, lately. Either way, this is strategic. In my opinion, you see the way in which they've been taken out. You see that the soldiers have been taken out. I don't necessarily think these are, you know, your average day-to-day rebels, if you will. But that's just my opinion. That Right. It's an opinion, but it also seems and appears to be that way. These are, I mean, they did three three attacks, different places, same. This is, right. this is coordinated. This is, this is, I mean, unidentified attackers carrying out raids against security check posts. Coordinated, highly uh, strategic highly what what i'm just saying you know like this yeah. this isn't this isn't uh a rebels picked off uh war-torn streets and given ak's these right these, these are communicatable um coordination exactly the next thing is that uh, according to arabfreepress.com man charged with uk lawmakers murder felt affiliated to isil or isis uh al harbi ali or Ali Harbi Ali, excuse me, who's accused of killing MP David Ames, has been charged with murder and preparing terrorism. Um, again, he considered himself affiliated to the Islamic State. Uh, James Cable told a hearing at Westminster a Magistrates Court where Ali was making his first appearance, and quote, again, 
this is the thing with the radicalism of any religion, whether it was the time of the Crusades, whether it's, you know, what's going on right. now with, with Islam and, and with, with the Muslim world. Unfortunately, you have, it's very unfortunate because it's hard to decipher from the everyday people that simply just want to get up, go exactly to work, enjoy the their life. And then, right. Yeah. This is the problem. And I'm not trying to point it out as a racist gesture. We, again, we could argue that this was the same issue many, many years ago with the Crusades. And we can argue actually just as much that this is the issue when, uh, when, when Westerners go over overseas for for covert intelligence operations i mean if you know someone like camden and myself we head over to china uh and they they, they pick us up uh, for just being a you know as leverage to negotiate as they've done recently with other canadians yeah. in america yep. you know at, at this point you got to consider all cultures all religions all of that so i mean you have to fanaticism radicalism it happens in every single uh ideology it doesn't have to be religion right at all so you have, I mean, that is, but that is a, the smallest percentage of the population of said any given ideology. Right. So, so let's, let's not hold a, a religion, a group of people accountable for a single person's actions. Right. Basically what I'm getting at. Um, it's, uh, it's tough. It's tough. Um, the next thing is that Weidman resigns after 10 years in the presidency of Bundesbank. Bunde, uh, Bundesbank president Jens Weidman today asked federal president Frank Walter St uh, Steinmeier to remove him from office on December 31st, 2021. He looks pretty this happy. I'm just saying. He looks pretty yeah. happy. There's a lot of sales of officials from the Fed, from other reserves around the world, from other banks that are selling their shares, looking very happy as they resign. And it seems to all be happening in a very timely fashion. Look, it's possible that, again, you know, he has, again, they can all put up their surface legitimate reasons. It's possible it's a bit of both. He knows from the inside there's a crash coming globally in, in the markets, and he just wants to, you know, get out while he can and, you know, live his life. Look, nothing wrong with that. But, again, the question is, is he complicit? Did he help orchestrate? Did he stand by as he knew this was going right. to happen? It's very complex not to defend him, but at the same time, we got to play both sides, right? I point to the people in charge of the Boston and uh, Texas or a fed that that literally uh, resigned themselves only weeks ago these financial leaders seem to be ready to dip uh, go back to the story of the s p 500 we just talked about it seems to be uh, water already boiling over it just doesn't seem like anyone uh, of us of, of the people that that are cooking have noticed the water's boiled right exactly um, next, uh, we've got Bosnia's political crisis, what you should know in 600 words. I don't know that 600 words can articulate what is happening there, but Bosnia is facing right. its worst political crisis since international armed conflict that when the country ended in 1995, um, Bosnia and Herzegovina, Her yeah, yeah sorry, is facing a political crisis that some fear could lead to armed conflict. It's much like um, our the Tigres and like you know this, this this war is already bubbling up everywhere. This uh, this armed conflict is happening. The tensions uh, yeah. are all over. The question I, I'd like to know now is: Is this deliberate? Is this are they being used as you know proxy nations? Is this being stirred up by some external source, or is this literally internal? And again, we we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm curious to see what uh, what Putin thinks in this regard and. Uh, Again, he has some, from my understanding, some interests in this nation. Um, I mean, you, yeah, uh, July, they uh, then high representative banned genocide denial. So you once accused of genocide, you cannot say you can't defend yourself. 
uh, establishing war crimes, glorification of war criminals, um, serve rep- or I guess banning genocide denial means that they can't be told they did genocide. Actually, is what I mm. take. That is what I take the perspective of. Serve representatives responded by boycotting central institutions. I mean, the mobilization of people is um kind of hopeful in this in this sense but uh, the loss of life on purpose with disregard it is tragic yeah this is again it's i don't know what else i can say to this other than let's see how you know legitimate the president or the prime minister is is insisting uh, his Dodic actions point, will be Dodic point blank says this isn't secession uh, there is no possibility for war. He told media October 14th that seven European Union countries support Bosnia's dissolution, adding friends have promised to help the entity in case of Western mil- military intervention. Pointing at the United States? Yeah. A Pointing bit, at bit. NATO, bare minimum. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The uh, next thing is that, according to MSN, the UN has set up a trust fund for Afghanistan amid cash shortages. The UN says it has set up a special trust fund to provide urgently needed cash directly to Afghans through a system that taps into donor funds frozen since the, the Taliban took over Who's in August. Donor funds? And this, yeah, the this Taliban is another just getting to collect rent on it. Yeah, exactly. Not only that, too, but again, how many is this going to be like Ukraine with the NGOs and, you know, the the Americans wanting to come in and George Soros. So, again, I don't when 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 I see the UN and I see these these big fancy terms of, you know, these acronyms and all that stuff. Again, it comes down, in my opinion, to the perspective pertaining to should we take a more, you know, nationalistic approach or more global approach in this regard. So, right. I mean, do do we have a right to, I also, th- um, sorry, I think it's too early right. to tell if there's any intelligence operations. Uh, I think if right. anything, they're coming to fruition as we speak. Right. But- I mean, I mean, we, at least I will say this, we love to meddle with these people. And um, so discord and chaos, I guess at least it's nice that we're willing to pretend to help if we're pretending to, you know what I mean? Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mean, you would hate to have seen, you know, like uh, an abandonment of, of fellow humans. So like, OK, right. but you have to this this uh, virtue signaling. You have to make sure that it's not just that, that it's not exactly. just moving money where they want money. Exactly. Exactly. The, the next, next thing. thing no, oh, sorry. sorry. Um, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Sure. Thanks. Um, the next thing is that according to RT.com, states that do not play by European Union rules do not get benefits of Europe. France tells Poland amid row over law primacy. Okay. Again, going back to this thing with Poland, I think it comes down to perspective, sort of that same concept, except on a much more uh, obviously less tense level of Afghanistan. This whole thing of the European Union and all that, I... It's tough to say, man. Again, I I will tell you, folks, my personal opinion does sway into this in terms of me being more of a, you know, a a, a national, I guess you could argue maybe a nationalist conservative in a certain, I I don't know if that's how I would address Uh, it. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's, that's very uh, uh, dangerous words to people nowadays. Yeah, but but that's not altruistically ideologically bad terms, technically, like on definition alone, Uh, you point to Brexit. It tried to leave the EU while also benefit from, and um, it, it, it didn't get to, and it also isn't doing great without it, I will say. I don't like the multinational like game there of the EU, but uh, it didn't pan out for British people. No, exactly, exactly. 
so we'll honestly we'll see what happens to me this seems like the u.s and nato and europe that are allied allied with them wanting to keep their power more than anything else but right, that's right. that's the only thing i see uh you want to take this one yeah regional powers back aid for afghanistan and russia host the taliban 10 regional powers joined the Taliban in calling for a UN donor conference for Afghanistan after meeting in Russia. This goes, they've, the UN has already said we're donating money. Now the Taliban is asking for separate money. Um, I mean, all this really does it. Sorry to say, and it, it's no disrespect to those that have served over the past 20 years, but this just goes to show again what was accomplished in the last 20 years. Look, the Taliban's in the UN now, and I'm not saying that's a good thing nor a bad thing. I'm just saying look at it neutrally. They're I mean, I guess UN. objectively, we can't say they're in the UN. Uh, uh, fact I mean, check. Uh, fair, they, are, fair. they are in meetings with. They are getting a seat at the table. The, the, val the validation seems to be growing unless we're being misled yeah. drastically. But that's the most I can I can offer in my perspective I mean, of this. Sorry, let me let, let me say officially, not that they're in the UN. I do not mean yeah, to spread. No, I, know. Uh, I was yeah. uh, you know, people, people let the comment section roar. Um, you had to, <laughs> had to uh, had to make sure we said the right words, I guess. But right. the Taliban's resurgent here has stirred international fears of return to their hardline rule in the 1990s. So they, they hosted Osama bin Laden's al-Qaeda movement and carried out egregious human rights violations. They are and aren't still doing the same things, at least as we know. But of course, I turn to anyone in the comments. If you're in Afghanistan, tell us what's actually happening. I right. don't want to hear it from the news. I don't want to hear it from MSNBC or CNN or Fox News even. I want yeah. to hear it from people. <laughs> I know exactly what you're saying. Exactly. The um, next thing is that according to CBS, Russia has ordered new business shutdown amid record daily COVID-19 deaths. They're also saying, I believe people ages 60 or 65 and over in that range need to stay home for at least three months. Again, apparently Putin is um Putin, and I quote back to proposal to mandate non-working days from October 30th to November 7th for one week. I could see that. Um, I could see that happening. I could see why that would be the case. Now, apparently, Putin is also a little bit surprised at people's hesitancy to get the shot. But again, this is what this is what happens. And I'm not trying to be say this out of bad faith, but this is what happens when you have mass inoculations. I mean, what what can I what can I say? Uh, yeah, I, I don't... A, a mass rush, a, a rushed version of it. Because I mean, yeah, yeah no fact. Right. Again, it's not really because they call it inoculation. I don't think that's what this is, but yeah, exactly. That's the um, other thing too. So for, I mean, for the first time, a share of responsibility for the country country's lackluster vaccination campaign. So are they, I mean, you have to ask, um, are they being punished for not complying or are they being taken care of and made safer by saying don't go anywhere yeah, the, right. which way exactly. is this actually affecting them exactly exactly the uh, next thing is that according to bloomberg moscow has put unvaccinated seniors on lockdown to fight the COVID surge again uh here we are unvaccinated people 60 plus to told to stay home for four months um so yeah i mean at this at this point again if the people are okay with it that's the thing now i i imagine there they're will okay be with it but but yeah. you're 60 plus, you're like, you can't have your family even check on you. you when you stop checking, when you stop answering the phone or maybe they don't even have a phone. It's not like everyone's yeah. just got access to it's like just well see here's the thing that i, I want to know the d i would like to know the details pertaining to the to the lockdown of the 60 and over ages and if the mass if the vast majority agree with this or if they don't again this is something that it, it's gonna it's it, it's conflicting I mean, yeah, it's conflicting right. Exactly. Like, even if these people got sick, 
in their homes locked in like who who would even know and then yeah. be able to take them to a hospital for the hospitals to even be overrun I mean, that's it's, yeah. It's, yeah we don't we don't know we don't know the the, the conditions of, of to which you know uh, they can be checked on and things like that but anyways oh i'm glad um, they equated cases to stock increases that's nice yeah yeah that's that's interesting that's that's uh. definitely yeah, that's very interesting. Um, the uh, sorry, the, the next thing is that according to the Lancet, uh, the health impacts of climate change are worsening in all world regions and exacerbating inequities. At COP twenty six, decision makers must show leadership and deliver an equitable green recovery from COVID nineteen. This is from the Lancet uh, report as of recently. Again, I, I don't. We have to be careful because of YouTube uh, pertaining to things that, that that we talk about on climate change. But again, ultimately. It's I is it a fluke that in the last three, four months, this climate narrative has ramped up so much? I mean, no, because didn't we read the paper where they said that was next? I mean, just saying it exists. It's not like I'm lying. Um, right. Exactly to this a little bit delving into it more detail. Document leaks reveals nations lobbying to change key climate report. Um, leak reveals Saudi Arabia, Japan, Australia are among the countries asking the UN to play down the need to move rapidly away from fossil fuels. Now, this did leak, right? So is it Sorry, may I also a... mention may I also mention very quickly that uh, an, a, a former ExxonMobil uh, executive was uh, apparently he was duped into an alleged job interview on a Zoom call and he explained exactly how it works in, in America at least with respect to lob uh, bribery and lobbying and stuff. He said there's no real political courage in America. He said he goes notice how the the Biden's infrastructure bill went from about 3 trillion and it'll go down to about 800 uh, billion. Um, and the reason for that is because what he was in is saying was that they essentially knock out all of the actual things that will actually help the climate anything, because right. of the lobby. Right. Sorry to interrupt you though. Cam, no, finish. no, no, you did. I mean, like the, my point is um, again, just to go contrarian, uh, this is leaked, right? How much control over the information do they have? This is a huge leak. It says, so like, is this to get the people specifically riled up? Like, you know what I mean? Like, is this to make yeah. us actually decide to instead care about climate change? Is this to make right. us actually, you know, get a little fired up about it because that's where they want the a narrative agenda uh, emotions to go? Right, exactly. At this point, again, I mean, the, the, just look at the timing of it all. And again, not to, to imply or lean people in one way or the other. But again, please make your own decision as to what you think pertaining to, I mean, to all and of this. Just consider all angles. Don't don't let them make you emotional. And or, or or in, make in you parrot anything. Yeah, yes, right, right. Because um, their goal is to make you feel so that you act irrationally. That's what right. They love. Exactly. Um, big one, huge one. Uh, China tested a second hypersonic orbital nuke capable of breaching missile defenses. As panicked analysts say, it defies the laws of physics. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I wonder where they got that from. Yeah, I know. That's, I mean, it's, yeah. I, I actually applaud the balls on China to publicly do it. Yeah. I mean, I, I got to be honest. You know? I, I don't. Here's the thing. I'm still curious as to as to to wonder if this is just, you know, the U.S. analysts and all that being, you know, for freaking the hell out and panicking because they don't know how they did it. I mean, at the same time, it could be that these American they analysts don't know how don't... they got it from the U.S. is what. Yeah, is, yeah. Right? Or that, yeah, exactly. That, too. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so uh, I, I don't know at this point. These and the thing is, is that 
these analysts, first off, I don't know what what credibility they have. And if they do have some official, you know, government credibility and reputation behind them, to what extent do they know about the compartmentalized uh, I mean, uh, special it, access it, programs? And I quote, I believe to have taken place August 13, involved a similar hypersonic glide vehicle. That's a new name. Um, yeah. Launched into space on board the Long March rocket back in July, which was first reported earlier this week. Beijing acknowledged one of the tests claiming it launched a peaceful civilian spacecraft. I mean, this is just uh, right on the teetering edge of... Um, what we've been talking about of disclosure all along. You know what I mean? Um, except it's now it's a UFO with a nuke attachment. I don't know about that. Yeah. So at I this point, nice this, that it, I don't like that. And we also have to be mindful of the narrative that the Western uh, media will, fl will place on this too. Right. Not just Western, but even, you know, the, the British media, the Australian media um, right. and all that stuff. So I mean, again, to me, in my, in my mind um, there, you know, they've got this peaceful civilian spacecraft. It probably did a wave uh, peacefully by, you know, the U.S. is whatever's up there, right? I mean, I'm just right. saying, like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it'll be hard to, 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 to say at this moment, but I'm, again, I mean, I'm not particularly... The article is also point blank, um, just just trying to justify, trying to warn, trying to ramp up. I mean, they, they want to war with China, if you ask me. China yeah. definitely wants to go to war. It's missing some money. No, exactly. Um, so, exactly. I mean, it compares our military strengths here. Um, China is not there yet. Definitely doubles us almost in numbers. So, like, I guess they can just throw numbers at us. But, like, they're just trying to normalize a war here. If you ask me, right. this is, it's an article trying to scare and prepare. Right. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. In the the next continent. thing. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Uh, according to BBC, as uh, reported by uh, uh, MSN as well, South Korea launched their first homegrown space rocket uh, called Nuri in its bid to join the race for space exploration. Um, they are the seventh country to su successfully send a rocket into space. Uh, it also comes as an arms race heats up between North and South Korea, and both have recently test fired new weapons, end quote. Again, I, I will. I want to echo what Camden said with respects to this push for the space race, whether it's, again, surface level militaristic planning or if things are just scattered all over the place in terms of the official, you know, quote unquote narrative. Narrative, I'm, right. I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm curious to see what will come to fruition from this, but I, that's I mean, all I have to say on uh, this. No, right. It's exactly right. Uh, they... I mean, our next article on North Korea, I'll just jump to it, actually. Um, confirmed sure. submarine launch of new ballistic missiles. The White House urged North Korea to refrain from further provocations, saying it remained open to talks with the country over its weapon programs. Now, wait a minute. Why is it chill for China, for Russia, for the U.S.? We just blew up shit in our own, you know, off the coast of Florida. Why is it cool for us to do, quote unquote, provocations missile tech like why can't north korea i guess is my point just playing the other side not like i'm a fan of kim jong-un but like why can't they right yeah this is this to me seems like a very i don't want to say chess game per se but it's there's speculation and then there's moves made and there's moves not made so it i'm not sure as, as to what regards yeah. this this direction I mean, going. good i'm glad they actually made the point I, I i mean that i drew it from the article as well but uh Pong Yang has so far rejected these overtures, accusing the United States and South Korea of talking diplomacy while ratcheting up tensions with their own military activities, right? At yeah. The, the, why, why, do as I say, not as I do? Like, really? Are you my parents? Come on, U.S. 
Yeah, well, that's this is the thing too, right? It, it all comes down to tit for tat, who said this, who didn't say that, and it's it's just such a it's like pro wrestling, in my opinion. Some things yeah, actually super, end up being legitimate. Yeah, good, good yeah. analogy. Yeah, and then other things are just totally pre-planned on the world stage, if you want to call it. You want to take the uh, the final one? Yeah, no, testing the same weapons. Exactly this point, North Korea denounces the U.S. double standard after Washington condemns submarine missile test. Is basically talking about the same thing, but it gets more into the. Uh, hypocrisy, I guess we will say, of the United States. Um, uh, the latest in a series of reckless provocations and unlawful activities, unacceptable in violation of multiple Security Council revolution, resolutions. Uh, you, just, you just held their hand and made them sign whatever resolution. It, it is like the Korean Central News Agency said, and I love that they did. It is a clear double standard. It they're hoping that is. people don't look at they're hoping that people particularly in europe in the west i would imagine don't look into these details i, I right. figure i know and it's just i mean joe this is ponging lashed out at trump's rival joe biden which is a weird equation i guess rt likes trump uh for <laughs> insulting the country and its leadership calling the democrat a rabid dog who must be beaten to death with a stick you could probably beat biden to death with a daisy i don't know that you need a <laughs> stick but uh, I mean, it, yeah, at the end here, and I quote, speaking at a military exhibition earlier this month, Kim said it would be foolish to believe the U.S. is no longer hostile to uh, to Pyongyang. End quote. Again, I th this is all, again, I see it as pro wrestling again, the, the, yeah. the same concept there. You have a lot of it pre-planned on the world stage, and you have a lot of it with deliberate actions. and the Political and, theater, war theater. I mean, yeah, exactly. Fight a war in the, you know, theater is what it's called. I mean, it's... Uh, no, ex exactly, exactly. But um, other, ahead, other yeah. than that, I just wanted to thank everyone for coming out to listen or watch uh, today's joint uh, Kraken episode. And we will catch all of you, uh, regardless if it's members or public, very, very soon. Cheers, everybody.